pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Good morning, Roto Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to talk with you about the 12-game NBA slate. We'll be talking fantasy draft pricing, guys. If you haven't headed over to Fantasy Draft yet, uh, check it out. I don't know what you're waiting for. It's a fantastic site. Uh, they got rake-free head-to-heads. They have uh, you know opportunities where you can roster up to five centers if you want, up to five guards. Like there's just so many, so much roster flexibility over there. So head on over there and check out Fantasy Draft. It's an awesome site. Definitely been uh, you know gr- great contests over there to play at, and they also have great NFL contests too. So uh, check that out. But let's get started with the slate. It's a pretty big one, so I want to dive right in. First one on top is we got the Chicago Bulls and the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic are the third fastest paced team in the league right now. And, uh, you know, obviously I want to get exposure to teams that are playing against the Magic. I think if you've been watching, uh, you know, paying close attention to basketball right now, you know that the Magic are a team we, we've been wanting to target because of the pace that they've been going. So 205.5 total all around. But they get a team like the Chicago Bulls who, man, I'm never really a fan of roster and all these guys because they're just not that creative basketball players. But there is some value here, uh, and I definitely think I want to take advantage of some of these options here. So the starting lineup we have is uh, Justin Holiday, David Nueva, Grant Markinen, and uh, Robin Lopez. Uh, for me so far, I mean, the bench guys, I'm not really going to probably t- play many of those bench guys. I think for me, mainly, I'm looking at guys like David Nueva. One reason I would play him if he's starting is just the value that you get with him. He's only 7.2K. It can also help you maybe get an extra stud, right? Say you don't have LeBron James in there and you want to get LeBron in, and David Nueva helps you do that. Uh, rounding out your roster, I don't hate going him. Uh, you know, Robin Lopez has been seeing a higher usage, so I understand going him. Market into, he's looked really great uh, so far. He's been one of the better bulls on this team to start out the season. So Market is a guy that I definitely think I would have some interest in at that price tag. Uh, if you look at his game logs, right, just super consistent. I'll just read them off to you. Uh, 28.5, 31.5, 32.5, 32, 30, and 41.5. Just very, very consistent so far this year. Uh, I don't hate him as a nice uh, cash game option. And even in tournaments, wouldn't hate, hate him at that price tag. But uh, I like Justin Holiday. I think Holiday is an interesting option. I know Dunn is back. Uh, definitely can be, uh, you know, definitely been, can eat into Justin Holiday's, uh, you know, production a little bit. But I think he's a pretty safe option too. Uh, but if I had to pick my favorite guy, it's probably marketing just because of the safety and the upside that he has. Uh, let's move on to the Magic side of the ball, uh, where I, you know I have a ton of interest in some of these guys like Nikolai Vucevic. 12.8K, that is way too cheap, it still feels like. It looks like Alfred Payton is going to be back for this game. Uh, one of those things just to keep an eye out with the news. Uh, things can change throughout the day, so you never know. But uh, 12.8K, I know with Payton back, uh, it can definitely eat into Vucevic a little bit, but 12.8K just seems too, too cheap. So I have interest in him there still. Uh, Aaron Gordon, too, another guy. He's 13.5K, but I think he's someone I have interest in, too, here. 
Uh, it's mainly the guards is where I'm going to start getting concerned. I know um, with Peyton back, it obviously hurts the usage of uh, you know Gordon and Vucevic, but these other guards that have been really benefiting, like a Fournier, just too priced up for me right now. Uh, Terrence Ross, I'm, I know he's cheap, but I'm not diving in on that. I know that now I'm going to stay away from those other guards, right? Like uh, guys like Isaac, who is getting benefited a little bit from uh, you know tons of injuries. Uh, Simmons, right? He's another guy that I'm going to stay away from. I know he's uh, getting some decent bench time, but I'm still going to pass on that. And like the Max and the um, uh, Augustines, I'm just I'm staying away from those guys. They're they're unnecessary. A lot of these bench guys now with with Peyton coming back. If he's back, uh, if he's not back, just just play it the way that we have been playing. Uh, you know, far away with uh, the Gordons and the Vucevics and the Fournies. Those are like the three I'd really focus on. I've been getting the majority of the usage, but. Other than that, uh, 205.5 total here. Uh, we, we can move on from it. I, I want to get some exposure to this game, but it's not a game I'm just going crazy over. Uh, let's move on to the next one. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Washington Wizards. Uh, Cleveland, man, uh, they they have been bad, right? Uh, it's pretty simple. They're not playing defense, and they get a team in the Wizards that likes to score a lot in a very up-paced game. Uh, we, I still don't have a Vegas total here, so I'm expecting it's going to be pretty high, but... One thing to note, um, the Wizards have been uh, really bad against small forwards this year. They've been one of the worst teams, just been giving up completely. If you saw the other night, one example of it is TJ Warren. He had like uh, 60 fantasy points. He had 40 real-life points against them. This is TJ Warren, right? A uh, guy that can obviously score the black, score the can score a lot of buckets, but, uh, you know, can be very inconsistent. But they have been awful against the small forward position, so I'd be very interested in LeBron because of this. Obviously, um, LeBron's obviously matchup proof anyways. It doesn't matter, but... In this type of game, if you're not worried about the blowout, which against the Wizards, I could be a little worried about a blowout. But again, they played the Suns the other day, and people were saying they were worried about the blowout. And, you know, the Suns were able to keep it close. So, I, I don't know. I think LeBron can keep it close enough here. It seems like they're starting to get a big sense of urgency that they need to start uh, stepping it up a little bit. And maybe that Pacers loss is a real wake-up call, uh, losing by 17. But LeBron James, I think he's someone that I want to have a ton of interest here on this slate for me. If I had the salary for it, I would love to pay for him. The question is, will I have that salary, right? But he's an option that I think is a fantastic play today. Uh, I also think Jake Crowder is in a bad value play for 8.2K. I know he hasn't been the greatest this year, but I wouldn't hate going to him. Uh, let's go to the Wizards side of the ball. So it kind of depends on what's going to happen here with uh, the news and whatnot. Um, Markeith Morris, I believe, is supposed to be back this game. Uh, if we have Otto Porter, who had an illness the other day, I'm assuming he'd be recovered by then. Just kind of have to wait and see what's going to happen with uh, all these guys, see who's in, who's out, uh, to kind of help make a decision of what I'm going to do. Obviously, it's a fast-paced game. If I'm playing like LeBron James, right, I'm going to probably try and run it back uh, with a guy like maybe Bradley Beal or John Wall. I don't know if I want to run it back with Otto Porter. I like Otto Porter here. I think it makes sense. Uh, I hate rostering guys that are like off of like an illness or something like that. 14K is a good price tag for Otto Porter, but I think I'd rather just uh, find the savings for Bradley Beal at 13.7K and play him instead. So for me, if I'm taking one guy from each side of the ball, uh, I'd go James on the, the Cavs side, then I'd uh, head over and grab Beal on the opposite for 13.7K. Well, let's move on to the next one. We got the Milwaukee Bucks and the Detroit Pistons. 205 total, uh, and of course, I mean, I think every day it's like the Greek freak is in play, right? Uh, you have to have interest in him. I, I think he's a good play. Uh, if I have the money for him, I'd, I'd play him, but I, again, I, I think there might be some other options I like. like I have, probably have more interest in LeBron here on this slate than playing him in a matchup against the Pistons. 
I do think you have to have some interest at 8.6K in John Henson. I think he makes sense uh, against, uh, you know, get someone like Andre Drummond that we're not really scared of, scared of his defense at all. If uh, we still have, uh, you know, we, we had injuries uh, for one reason why John Henson was starting and whatnot. John Henson sliding in that starting role is definitely, uh, definitely intriguing. Uh, I think you can also have interesting guys like Chris Middleton, like Brogdon, they do usuals, right? Because of the amount of minutes that they get. Uh, I think they're viable uh, cash game options. Uh, but this isn't a game I'm really going to be all over. Uh, I'm n- really not super interested in the Bucks side of the ball. Uh, just uh, for obvious reasons, like Henson, because of the value that he's showing right now. And like Giannis, because hey, he's uh, he's Giannis. He can just do so much. Uh, if, you, if you can get him in your lineups, I'm never going to argue with that. Looking at the Pistons side of the ball, we have, uh, you know, we got guys like Andre Drummond, uh, 14.9K. That just seems like too much. I think there's other centers I'd rather play than than spend that that amount of price tag. Uh, wouldn't be playing wouldn't be playing Reggie Jackson here. And we just know uh, we know how good the Bucks are against point guards. But I think the guy to really look at it's some interest in is right Stanley Johnson, 7.6K. I think he's a fine value if you want to go him. Just the amount of minutes he gets, and we like to attack the Bucks at the wing. But another guy that just has huge upside is Tobias Harris. Uh, he's 12.3K, but we've seen what he can do. Like He's a guy at 12.3K that he can get you the 40-point fantasy games. He can get you 50-point fantasy games. I'm not saying this is the game that that's going to happen, but I think it's very viable for him to have a big game here. I like Tobias Harris a lot for 12.3K. I think he's very cash game viable because of the safety he shows, and then he's got upside too as well. So I think uh, if I had to pick my favorite play in this game for 12.3K, I kind of think it's Tobias Harris here uh, just because of the floor, he, the floor he has and the upside. It just seems like a great option that you can go to if you want get exposure to this game but this is a game i'm not uh not loving completely but let's head over to the next game we have the indiana pacers and the philadelphia 76ers still no line out on this game uh don't know what the don't know what it deals with the starting lineup if there's something going on i haven't seen any news on that but now i know miles turner there's a possibility he could be back this game uh, don't don't know exactly what they do at the starting lineup, right? Because Sabonis, right? He's been amazing so far. Uh, he's absolutely dominated since he's been in there. I'm assuming he would slide back in, but who knows? He, there could be a could be a way where they just say, "Hey, Miles Turner, we'll ease you back in uh, coming off the bench." But don't know exactly that. Ch- take a look. Uh, take a look at the starting lineup. Wait, wait for that to come out uh, closer to lock and uh, Stay tuned for Grinders Live. They'll tell you more about that. But if I had to pick guys, you know, there's, there's obviously options to like here, right? Darren Collison for 12.1k. Uh, I'm not scared of uh, I'm not scared of attacking the Sixers with some guards. I think he's an interesting option. You got the Thad Young revenge, right? Revenge against the Sixers as usual. Uh, he you can obviously go go with him. He's always a safe option for 11.3k, but I think I'd rather pass uh, there. But I get the idea. He's a very safe option. Uh, one guy that's been crushing it is uh, Bojan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich has been really great for 9.1k. I love that value. Uh, I think he's probably one of my favorite uh, Pacers to play. I think Sabonis, I, I, he's been great. Talked about him before, but he's 13K. Uh, it's kind of getting a little pricey for me. I'd rather play a guy like Vucevic instead for 200 less. If if Turner's back too, that's definitely going to eat into him. So I don't know. I'm, I think uh, having to deal with Garden guys like Joel Embiid, that just seems like a difficult task. I will probably pass on a guy like Sabonis. For me, if I had to pick my favorite, uh, you know, my favorite three plays from the Pacers side of the ball, it's probably Bogdanovich is my favorite. Then I'd go over to Collison for 12.1, and then Oladipo 14.7. He obviously has a ton of upside. Uh, the Pacers, I, I think I read a quote, the Pacers believe he can be like a triple-double guy for them. They, they really believe in him, right? Uh, I know we as a community weren't a 
big fans of the old depot, you know, going over to the Pacers and kind of laughed at it, but they believe in him as being a guy that they're just going to, you know, is going to do a ton for them. So if they're going to believe that we need to expect that they're trying to, you know, make sure he does all that. So, uh, I, I think for 14.7 K it's a price tag that people will shy away from. And just, he does have a ton of upside here and he's shown that so far this year. So I wouldn't hate, uh, paying for a price tag that might feel uncomfortable that others might not want to pay for. All right, let's check out the Sixers side of the ball. And, uh, man, it's been incredible. Is this Ben Simmons' team or Joel Embiid's team? I don't know at this point. It seems like it's Simmons, though. He's just been absolutely amazing. Uh, 16.7K, I'll still pay that price tag. I don't care. It still feels way too cheap. He feels like, you know, he's a guy that's obviously one day going to be a 20K player. He's been unbelievable. I, I think he's a great option here. I would play him. I uh, got to talk about the one value play that's been really not so good recently. Like, he has been awful. It's Dario Saric. Uh, it's just that last game he came out there. The, fir the first game he started, he wasn't that great, right? He was okay. It wasn't the best game. But then this, the, the last game out there, he was not that good. Uh, and he just has not been as impressive. I I'll still pay the 8.7K because I still think it's, 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 a, it's a value that we should have some interest in. But I'm not all over it like I wanted to be the other day. Uh, luckily, I didn't fall on him too much because just of the way my construction worked. Uh, but, man, uh, 8.7K is still a very cheap price tag for him, and I think you, you need to have interest in him. Embiid for 14.5K. I uh, like him, too. I think he's a great option. Then Covington, too, for 12.4. Uh, I think he's another guy that I'd have interest in, and mainly tournaments. Cash game's a little tougher, but in tournaments, just the upside that he can have in these up-and-down games. And a team like the Pacers, who are just paying, playing at a pretty you know, at a pretty uh, high tempo, I think it makes sense uh, to uh, I think it makes sense to get exposure to a lot of these guys on that side of the ball. Pacers, uh, they are ranked ninth in uh, in pace this year. Sixers are ranked fifth. There's no total out on this game. I'm expecting it to be a high one, though. So uh, Sixers side of the ball and the Pacers side of the ball, I think this is a great game stack opportunity. I think there's some good value plays you can play. Uh, I think it's good mid-tiers and some good guys you can pay for. So love this game all around. I think it's a good one. Moving on to the next game, we have the Houston Rockets and the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, you know, James Harden, obviously always in play, uh, 213.5 total. If you have the money for Harden, obviously pay for him, but I'm a little worried. Uh, he has not been the same this year. I've been giving up a lot of rebounds, and Clint Capella has been loading up on them. That's a guy I think I want to get uh, a lot of exposure to here against the Hawks, who are awful against big men. So far to start out the year, I think Clint Capella is a guy to have a ton of interest in. Same with Ryan Anderson, too, where you can get him cheap. The amount of upside that he has when he is hitting from downtown, he's a great option. I like him for 9.6K. But other than that, I think I'm going to stay away from some of these other guys, like Eric Gordon and Harden. I just... I. I get it, right? Eric Gordon, he's looked really good this year, getting a huge usage bump, but he's get, now he's priced up. 13.6K is just getting pretty expensive. Why would I play him when I could play Devin Booker against the Knicks, who we'll get to in the next game? Why that's going to be a play I absolutely love. So for me, I'll probably end up passing on Eric Gordon over a fantasy draft. Not going to be a play for me. Harden, uh, again, the, the price tag is just starting to feel too much. Uh, it's just... He's not. He's not. Hasn't been the same James Harden this year, even with Chris Paul uh, not being there. So uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna pass on it against a team like the Hawks. I also do worry a little bit about the blowout, just the way this game flow could go. So I just don't want to load up on a ton of these Rockets. 213.5 total. I get it. Obviously, uh, you know, 111 points are expected to be scored for the Rockets. Uh, so it's gonna be scored somewhere. But for me, if I get my exposure, I think it's gonna be through guys like Capella and Anderson. Uh, if I have the money for Harden, uh, for instance, say on like a site like 
Fandle specifically, where you, you have to play two shooting guards, that's where Harden will become more viable for me. So I uh, just kind of wanted to note that, uh, just because that's like when you when you're forced to play two shooting guards, uh, it can kind of get a little a uh, little tough. And if you have the money, say there's tons of value and it opens up, it makes guys like Harden who obviously have are going to get tons of raw points. But I like the upside of other guys. And on fantasy draft where there's not a lot of uh, you know restrictions on who I can play, I think there's just other studs I'd rather pay for. But let's talk about the Hawks side of the ball. And one guy I absolutely love is Dennis Schroeder for 12.6K. Guy is just way too cheap. Expect him to have a massive game here against the Rockets. Uh, I think Britt said it on his show the other day, and I thought it was a really great stat. You know, guy who has the most touches in the league, guy who's touching the, basically uh, touching the ball the most, and if you're touching the ball the most, I want to roster you because the ball's in your hands a ton, is Dennis Schroeder. Uh, and he's only 12.6K, which is a crazy price tag for him. In a, in a game against the Houston Rockets, uh, just – Fast-paced game, gonna absolutely love playing. Uh, you know, love playing guys against them. Again, they they have been uh, this year to rank 16th in pace, but I expect that to increase throughout the year. Uh, that's that's not something that I expect to stay at. So, uh, they're just a team that loves to run up and down the floor. And uh, Schroeder for that price tag is one of my one of my plays that I'm gonna be targeting a ton here over at Fantasy Draft. Uh, I think you have to get exposure to him. Look at some of the other Hawks. Obviously, the price tags are good, right? 11.3K for Bazemore. I wouldn't mind playing him. Prince, 11.9. I think they're all in play just because of how bad that bench is all around. These guys are going to get minutes. So, uh, yeah, I don't hate Hey, If you're going to game stack, say you're going to go like a Harden and Capella, I would run it back with, you know, a Schroeder and then maybe some other guys. Uh, you know, I don't even mind running it back with a Deadman for 8.6K. Now, if you want need a cheap guy, I think all around there's just there's guys here that are going to get minutes on the Hawks. So, uh, but for me, if I had to pick my favorite plays on each side of the ball, it's probably Capella on the Houston side and then uh, Schroeder, who I absolutely love, on the Hawks side of the ball. Moving on to the Suns and the Knicks. Again, no total up still for that. Let me refresh and see. But, yes, yeah, still looking like there's no total up for them. Uh, but this game is obviously a game that I'm expecting to be uh, up pace and have a high total because, hey, the Phoenix Suns are involved. And the Phoenix Suns play no defense. And the New York Knicks, they're another team that's not that good either. So... Uh, expect this game to be uh, not a lot of defense being played and a lot of points being scored. Some sloppy play, too, which will lead to a lot of turnovers, which lead to steals. So uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Devin Booker, TJ Warren, they're two guys I'm going to be targeting here. And even Mike James, another guy, very just cheap still, only 9.6K. He's a value here against a team like the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks are not good, so I'm not worried about Jerry Jack defense. Uh, he's, he's, there's just value all throughout this game, I think. Even at 13.7K, I think Devin Booker's a value. Just the amount of usage that he's seeing uh, with no Eric Gordon or no Eric Bledsoe, it's just a guy that you want to be playing, in my opinion. Uh, I've been loading up on him. Uh, I, I played him over Bradley Beal the other day, and I, I feel like I made a mistake with that, obviously looking at the ownership of everyone. Uh, I kind of feel like I uh, realized after the fact, yeah, I probably made a mistake. Uh, and I kind of maybe didn't take into account the auto porter news. I took into account mainly, uh, mainly just took into account with the other guys, right? I was playing guys like Ubre Smith. I even played John Wall. I didn't feel like I needed to play, uh, Bradley Beal. And I felt like I got, got good enough exposure through Booker who has great usage. And, uh, I don't know. I still think it was a good play. Obviously, uh, he didn't obviously Beal was the better play the other day, but I think Booker's a fantastic play. Just the amount of usage that he's seeing, you want to load up on him on him. Same with TJ Warren too. He's getting a ton of usage. He can easily score here against the Knicks. I'm not worried about their defense. He put up a 60 point fantasy outing the other day against the Wizards. Gotta love TJ Warren. Uh, he's, he's just got so much upside at that price tag. He's always in playing tournaments. He's even a cash game play too. He's one reason I like him in cashes. 
granted, he can sometimes not be the safest option, but it seems like he has a good enough floor here in this uh, in this matchup and in this situation where I feel safe enough to play him. And I also have upside too. Uh, cash games have gotten harder throughout uh, you know throughout the years, and there's just tons of upside here with T.J. Warren, so I like him. Uh, talked about Mike James a little bit, 9.6K. I think he's a great option. And I think, uh, you know, Tyson Chandler, a little revenge. Uh, you know, don't, don't hate him for cheap. Uh, he can obviously be an interesting turn option if we get word that uh, if we get word that he's getting some minutes over Len, whichever guy's basically getting the minutes. If it's Len or Chandler, that's who I want to have in this spot. But eh, guys probably won't be super interested because we got Porzingis on the other side who can be a bit of a problem. And then Marquise Chris, too, is another guy that you could play for cheap. But uh, I don't know. This could be a matchup where I could see him getting into some uh, foul trouble. So probably pass. It's mainly the three guys that I talked about. Mike James, TJ Warren, and Devin Booker are the guys I'm really in love with here to play because of the value in James. The, the value is starting to dry up a little bit, but I still think there's uh, still some meat on the bone over there for Mike James, and then Warren and Booker are two guys I, I'm absolutely in love with here on this slate at those price tags. Uh, moving on to the next, right? Well, we talked about one value point guard on the Sun side. Let's talk about Jared Jack. He's been really good so far. He's, he hasn't, you know, he slowed down a, a little, but 9.4K is still a cheap price tag. I think that you can uh, fire away on with him. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., 11.3K. Uh, he's another guy that uh, we, we've, been, we've been playing, and uh, he, he kind of on that, that one Sunday put up 55 fantasy points, and it burned a lot of people, and people went back to the well, and he was fine. And he, if he's going to play those amount of minutes and put up those amount of shots, right, he's been playing like 35 minutes. He's been basically putting up about 15 shots a game. Uh, you have to have interest in him, and he's been better, right? I'll just read you the game logs because it's obviously something to be concerned about. 7.5, 16.2, 10.1, 16.6. But then he goes for 55.8, 29.3, and 40.4. Uh, just to talk about Hardaway Jr. a little bit, this is a guy that we expected these numbers more so, and the first numbers are more outliers. Uh, I still think you can play him here on Fantasy Draft. I think he makes a ton of sense. Uh, there's upside here in a matchup against the Suns who play zero defense. I expect this to be a good game for Hardaway Jr. at 11.3K. You can fire away with him. Uh, another guy that I'll talk about a little bit is, uh, you know, Hold, hold your breath here. Uh, Courtney Lee. Uh, I'm not the biggest uh, fan of like supporting him, but I'll say this, right? The minutes have been there, right? If you're telling me I'm going to need a guy that's playing in th 35 minutes for cheap for 8,400, uh, you know, it's not obviously I'm not going to be watching. Uh, I wouldn't be watching the next game to, to if I roster Courtney Lee. I'd be too scared to because it's not a fun, fun watch because he can sometimes stand in the corner and not do a ton. But, you know, he's for this price tag at 8,000. 8.4K, he can hit you like the other day. He had 38.5 fantasy points, and he seems like he's just been a safe guy that's going to, you know, turn in uh, 20 fantasy points, uh, you know, most nights. So uh, I don't hate him if he's getting the minutes. And, uh, you know, if you guaranteed me 30 Courtney Lee fantasy points or 30, 30 Courtney Lee minutes, I would have interest in tournaments for sure because of the upside he can have at that cheapish price tag. And just it's a matchup against the Suns too. Uh, the Suns are not... Suns are not good. Uh, they are really bad. So I think there's a lot of guys that have interest here. Uh, we still haven't talked about Enos Cantor, who I would love here. Just the amount of usage he, you know, he's seeing and the shots he's putting up for 11.7K, the upside that he has. Got to like him. And, of course, Porzingis. I thought about the whole starting lineup for the Knicks, but you have to, I feel like, against the Suns. They're just – their pace is just – their pace and the amount of defense they play, 107.3 pace. They, uh, you know, they're number two in the league in pace. On top of that, they don't play any D. It's just you gotta love Porzingis here. If you have the money to pay for him, I would be paying for him, and he's a guy that you want to be targeting on this slate in cash games and in your tournaments. But uh, now that I've uh, touted all the Knicks, uh, what have I done? I've talked about every single Knicks player in the starting lineup who I love. Uh, man, this is this is scary, but again, it's the Suns, right? Whoever the Suns are playing, you just have to be playing guys against them. It makes sense. 
All right, let's move on to the next game. We got the New Orleans Pelicans and the Dallas Mavericks. 211.5 total. So, looking at this game, it's, you know, the Mavericks are a team that have been playing, uh, you know, they mainly played at a slower pace, but to see them in, a, in this game with a 211.5 uh, total is a little surprising, and they they said they wanted to be a faster-paced team, but and they have Dirk Nowitzki at the center. How do we not like the Marcus Cousins and Anthony Davis here? I mean, this the, Dallas is awful uh, against, you know, against against big men that can rebound, and uh, Davis and Cousins can rebound a ton. I think these are guys that you have to have in ton of interest in here at those price tags uh if you're paying for studs those are studs i would want to pay for here uh we saw the other day right rudy gobert had a massive game against them because just you know how he can rebound and whatnot uh i, I love davis and cousins obviously for those price tags i think those guys you can have interest in and then holiday uh don't mind playing him too for 12.6k but that's kind of how i'm going to keep my exposure i'm just going to keep it very very simple uh not really mess around a ton here uh, with with these other options, right? It's, it's a massive slate. I don't need to be messing around with guys like Dante Cunningham or Etwan Moore or anyone else like that. So just for me, it's just going to be Davis Cousins and Holiday. But again, it's mainly Davis and Cousins are the two guys I have a ton of interest in. But looking at the Dallas side of the ball, uh, if I have to get interest in anyone, it's probably Dennis Smith Jr. for 11.2k just because of the amount of usage that he's seen. Uh, but I think there's better guards on this slate that I'd rather play, and I'll probably end up just fading the Mavs side of the ball all around. All right, let's check out the next uh, game on the slate. And, man, so this is a big slate, right? Uh, there's going to be games where I just absolutely fade, and I think this is one of them. Unless we get value, right? Unless we get news, hey, uh, you know, like if, if I hear that Kemba Walker's out, yeah, I'm going to have to have interest in some Hornets instead uh, because of the amount of usage that could end up going around. But I'm in a full fade, I think, the Hornets and Spurs. Spurs just played the other night. Uh, I just think this is a full-on fade for me. I'm not going to play any Hornets, not going to play any Spurs. The Spurs have gotten priced up now uh, with no Kawhi Leonard in there. That's definitely something to be a, a bit concerned about. Uh, I just think 199 total, I'd rather play some of these other games instead. So I will full-on fade the Hornets and the Spurs side of the ball and uh, just hope they're not on the winning uh, tournament team or, you know, or needed in my cash games. I just think it's unnecessary and there's just a lot better games to play. Uh, speaking of better games that we can load up on, here's one. Uh, we got the Miami Heat against the Denver Nuggets. 214 total. This is a game that I have, have interest in all around. Whiteside is back. Definitely uh, eats into some of the value plays that we've been uh, we've been looking at, but uh, guys like Deion Waiters, uh, you know, he chucks up the ball a ton in these fast-paced games. I don't mind getting exposure to him in tournaments just because of the upside he has. Same with like Goran Dragic, too, for 12.3K. I think he's a good option in cash games and in tournaments. Uh, we don't really pay a more expensive price tag for Dragic here, but I still think he's a guy that you can fire away, away with. Uh, even Josh Richardson, too, for the price tag he has with no... Uh, with no Magruder, that definitely helps him out for 9.6k. I think don't think he's a bad option. Uh, all around, I think the Heat got have a ton of guys you can you can play here. Uh, I think this is a great game stack opportunity too. I wouldn't obviously be playing them all in my cash games, but I think there's guys that you know if you can get them at cheaper price tags, I don't hate. And Whiteside obviously 13.7k. He has upside here. Uh, I I don't know if this is the right matchup against Jokic. Worry about Jokic kind of pulling them away from the rim a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, speaking of speaking of Jokic, and let's talk about the Nuggets side of the ball. There, there's a ton of guys to love over here. Uh, the biggest problem with the Nuggets has been um, what 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 are they doing here with all these different options? It's kind of like they just have too many guys. Uh, this is this is my biggest worry when the season started. I was excited to watch the Nuggets play, and they've looked good. But uh, you know they they can they can definitely improve. It seems like they've been playing you know playing a lot slower, which has been definitely a concern. Uh, pull up their pace right now and see where they're at. 
they are at they are ranked 20th in the league in pace. So yeah, that's definitely something to be concerned about. Uh, watch 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 a little bit of, of the Wizards game, and I forget which other game. Uh, I think it was the Knicks game. They looked obviously the pace was fine, but I think uh, I think against teams that they know that the pace, you know, we know it's an, a very up paced team. It's definitely something new. Uh, we can target them, but I worry against teams that are not, you know, super up in pace. I worry about them a little bit because the pace has just been a lot, lot slower. So I don't know. For me, uh, obviously, I love the Jokic. I think he's a guy that just has an incredible upside, and I want to play. I love watching him play. I think he's a very talented player. Uh, he's 15.9K. I wish he was a little cheaper, but um, I think I'd rather just, if I'm going to play any of these uh, forwards here or any like the big men, I think it's going to be through uh, Millsap for 12.3K. Uh, he's probably one of the options I would consider uh, getting exposure to. I think Gary Harris, too, for 9.8K. Uh, we've seen him. He's been a lot better so far this year. I think 9.8K is a good value. I think he's another guard on this team that I would have a lot of interest in. And I'd probably play him over Jamal Murray personally. So uh, just because we, we've seen he's got a ton of upside. So uh, I like him, and he'll be getting Deion Waiters, who's not a, not a great defender. So I think Gary Harris is probably my favorite play on the Nuggets side of the ball. Uh, again, I, I like this game. It's a 214 total. I think there's a lot of different options to go to, but um, it's kind of hard to pinpoint which ones are uh, are my favorite. So uh, it's one that I'll probably get a little bit of exposure to. And if you, uh, I think there's obviously opportunity for overtime too, and it could be a good game stack opportunity. And you know, if I'm if I want to load up on this, you know, if I want to load up on Nuggets on on one side of the ball, uh, I'm gonna go and also play the Heat. So this seems like a great game stack opportunity. And uh, for me, if I had to pick my favorite value on the uh, Nuggets side of the ball, favorite play is probably Gary Harris. And then if I had to pick one on the Heat side, it's probably uh, Josh Richardson. Again, another value play with Magruder out. Um, definitely, definitely has been uh, will help him out. All right, let's go to the next game: uh, the Toronto Raptors and the Utah Jazz. Uh, a, a game that, again, it's a big slate, and I'm just going to cross it off right there. On these big slates, there are games that I just feel like sometimes I need to just cross off and move on. And this is what I'm going to do that to. Uh, it's just unnecessary, I think, to play any of these guys. No need to pay up these uh, price tags for them. Uh, if I had to play one guy in one of these games, uh, for me, I guess... I'd have to say it's Kyle Lowry for 13.4K because that price tag seems too cheap. And I don't mind playing jump shooters against the Jazz because the Jazz is such a good defense inside. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert is very good at protecting the paint. Uh, this is, it's always a good opportunity to take, uh, you know, jump shooters so that, you know, if they get hot from three, they can just really just keep going. They just keep chucking it up because they, they realize during the game, right, there's no reason to attack the room against Rudy Gobert. Uh, let's shoot from three and just kind of uh, get things going there. So I think if I had to play one guy in this game, it's Kyle Lowry. And I think it's price tag for 13.4. It's a little cheap for him. But other than that, this is just a pass spot for me unless we get some value opening up. Moving on to the next game, uh, only a 204.5 uh, total on this one, which kind of surprises you when you think about it. You're, you hear Boston Celtics and Oklahoma City Thunder, and you think, uh, you know, two teams, uh, you know, a bunch of stars. You'd think it'd be up and down, uh, just tons of scoring, but uh, Vegas disagrees here. And uh, I, obviously, I think there's guys on the Celtics side of the ball you have to have interest in. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving, he's just, uh, you know, people thought Kyrie wasn't going to be this type of guy here, but he's been fantastic. Uh, no Gordon Hayward, obviously, so you, Obviously helps him a ton. Uh, just gets a lot more usage here. I love Kyrie here against Russell Westbrook. Who I'm not worried about his defense at all. I think he's a guy that you can play here for only 15.4K. 
have to have interest in him. Also, don't hate, uh, you know, guys like Jalen Brown and Tatum on the wing. They're just seeing tons of minutes and putting up a ton of shots. I think they're they're interesting plays uh, you can get exposure to. But uh, Al Horford, 13.2K here on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I know I love playing centers over there, but he's a center I'm going to have to pass on. If I if I wanted to play any center, I'd go to the opposite side of the ball, and I'd play Steven Adams. Steven Adams has been really good this year. He's only 11.7K. I think he's a really good option. Boston struggles on the boards. Uh, I, I think Steven Adams on the uh, Thunder side of the ball is probably my favorite play if I had to pick. Obviously, I like you know Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is a really good player, but he's 20.6K. And uh, I think there's just other guys I'd rather play uh, you know, at the top tier. I'd rather play LeBron James. I'd rather play DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, there's Anthony Davis. I think there's just other studs I'd rather uh, you know spend my money on than Russell Westbrook here. Again, uh, you know, Kyrie defense, it's something new attack. Uh, Russell Westbrook can have a big game, but uh, you know there's still Paul George there and Carmelo Anthony who can eat into the usage a little bit. Um, I'm a little concerned. Uh, for me, 11.7K, uh, I'll take Steven Adams. Uh, that value if I want to get exposure to the Thunder side of the ball. Let's move on to the last game, and it's a game to love. 225-point total, uh, not a game that you're going to be uh, you know, excited to uh, watch. It's not going to be good basketball played, but uh, I expect it to be close. I expect it to possibly be overtime. Uh, I expect a ton of points to be scored, not a lot of defense being played. The Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers off of, on, a, on a back-to-back, uh, so we obviously could expect them to be a little little, uh, little tired uh, in this game, maybe some tired legs, but that's fine. Lonzo Ball just had an awful performance, so we might want to take, take advantage of the recency bias here. Um, but yeah, actually, since we're talking about, about Lonzo Ball, let me talk about the Lakers first. Uh, so Lonzo is 13.7K, but I love him in tournaments today. He just had an awful stat line. Uh, I believe the stat line yesterday was like 0, 4, and 3. I mean, he was horrible. Did not have a good game. But uh, we know the type of player he is. We know the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are the fastest-paced team in the league. The Brooklyn Nets are really not good at playing defense. They just love to run up and down the floor and just try and get in a shootout with you, and that's what's going to happen. This game is going to be an absolute shootout. It's going to be a back-and-forth affair. I am going to be loading up Alonzo Ball in tournaments. I think he's a fantastic option. Uh, One injury thing to note about the Lakers, Larry Nance, he got hurt. Uh, in yesterday's game, I believe he went out with something, something happened with his finger. Uh, that could obviously be, uh, you know, obviously guys like Kyle Kuzma could slide into that role. Uh, Randall could be a value play to love. So just want to mention those guys. Uh, those are guys that if Nance is out, I'm going to have some interest in, especially a guy like Randall. We've seen him, uh, we saw him last year, how fantastic he was, but for some reason they've just been, you know, loading up on Nance instead. They've been really uh, high on him and just giving him a ton of minutes instead of uh, Randall. So if Nance is out, though, we have to load up on Randall here. It should be a great spot for him, especially against the Nets. Going to be one guy that's probably in my cash games for sure uh, on this slate. Let's talk about the Nets side of the ball. And, man, uh, if we're talking about Lonzo Ball, guards the love. How about on the opposite? How about getting uh, two-point guards and doing a little bit of a guard shootout here? D'Angelo Russell, man, the guy who took his job, Lonzo Ball, uh, D'Angelo Russell has to have some revenge out for the Lakers for just kind of, you know, the situation that happened with the cell phone, uh, shipping him out of town. It kind of seemed like this was D'Angelo Russell's team and then it wasn't his team. So uh, I think D'Angelo Russell's got a little bit of revenge here. 14.8K. Uh, feels a little pricey, but I, I mean, uh, in tournaments, I kind of don't care, right? Uh, this He's still seeing a pretty high usage. Uh, and uh, hey, I, I love the revenge. You guys know I'm a sucker for the narrative. And especially here, I think D'Angelo Russell is going to put up a ton of shots. Uh, like him. Damari Carroll, 10.1K. He's been a lot better this year. I think people forget, uh, you know, 
Demari Carroll is this guy who's been really injury prone and just kind of been limited on minutes most of you know the past couple of years. But Demari Carroll was a good basketball player and he's kind of rounded in this uh, really nice form this year. I like him a lot. Think he could have interested in him. Uh, I probably won't play Karis Levert just because he's a always seems like he's kind of capped on his minutes a little bit. Not a big uh, not a big fan of uh, you know just getting him at 9.9k. There's other guys I'd rather get exposure to. I'd rather get exposure to Ronnie Hollis Jefferson for 11.1k. If you need a cheap value, uh, you know we could obviously get Timothy Mozgov. A little bit of revenge there. Uh, didn't talk about the Lakers side of the ball. Brook Lopez, maybe he gets some revenge too. 11.3k. Uh, Brook Lopez. The one thing that's nice about him is he's. I think there's there's value when he's shooting the three ball and he's just kind of putting up and he looked good yesterday. He was he was making a bunch of threes and against a team like the Nets who are not good at defense, I think Brook Lopez could be a, an interesting guy uh, to get exposure to here for cheap. Again, there's a lot of cheap options on this in this game. I think this is a great game stack opportunity. Uh, it's only a two point difference. I think this is a great opportunity for some overtime. We saw the Lakers in a close game yesterday. Uh, they almost hit some overtime yesterday. I think this makes sense. Uh, Brook Lopez is another guy to have interest in. Like I said before, if you need a cheap guy, 6.3K is really cheap. Uh, Mozgov wouldn't hate it. Not in love with it, but again, if it, if it fills out your roster and if you think he's going to play a ton of minutes, but I don't know. He's a guy that doesn't really play a ton. Uh, a cheaper guy to like too is uh, Trevor Booker. 9.4K coming off the bench. He's a really nice usage. I like him a ton. I think he's a guy I like to get exposure to. And same with Alan Crabb, 7.4K. Uh, again, the Nets, they kind of run a pretty deep rotation, but there's guys that like all throughout this roster and have to like, uh, kind of to sum up this game for you, I'll pick, uh, I guess I'll pick my uh, three favorite plays from each side of the ball. So for me, it's, uh, probably be Damari Carroll, D'Angelo Russell, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson. And then, oh man, Trevor Booker too. I like him. Uh, it's really tough to pick between those four. I'll say those are my, I'll say, uh, you know what? I'll say those are my those are my four favorite plays on that side of the ball. It's tough to pick, but I like all of them. It just depends what kind of fits your roster construction. And then on the uh, Lakers side of the ball, uh, I love Lonzo Ball. One of my favorite plays. I think you have to have interest in uh, Brook Lopez. Just kind of upside that he can have at the 11.3k price tag. Uh, I also, you know, Brandon Ingram didn't really talk about him a ton, but he's a guy that has a ton of upside at that 11.6k price tag. I think he's a really good option, but uh, the key is what's going to happen with Larry Nance. I think that's the news to really look out for. And if Larry Nance is out, you're going to have to have have interest in uh, Randall. I think he's going to be a guy I'm going to load up on if Larry Nance is out. But thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, you know this is a really awesome slate. It's, uh, just tons of different routes you can go. Uh, I you know I obviously I normally like the the slates that are like six to eight games because it seems like it's uh, easier to grasp, less games to have. So you know you can kind of uh, really condense you know condense your plays. Uh, it's a little bit harder on these type of slates, but. Uh, if, if you're iffy about a play and you're like, eh, should I play him? You probably shouldn't then, right? Like, uh, kind of some of those games, which is like the slower paced games, don't be afraid to, uh, don't be afraid to cross off some of these games. And the one thing that's nice about these slates is you get lower ownerships on some guys that you wouldn't expect. So, uh, that's something to, that that's nice. And I would kind of just, uh, not worry about ownership a ton here on this slate. More so worry about the construction of your lineups. More so worry about, you know, what do you think the game flow of the games are going to be? Uh, but yep. Thanks a lot for joining me guys. Uh, if you have any questions and and things change about the slate, you can give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Uh, always happy to answer some questions over there. So if you have any, uh, just uh, feel free to uh, give me a follow and uh, ask away. So again, guys, thanks for joining me. And uh, we are out. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. 
Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169. And pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. 